0: Hello and welcome and happy hump day. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, with David Cooper, the show where no one's listening, no one cares, the show where every episode's the last episode. I am David Cooper, in case that wasn't clear. Today, my friend, Toronto-based comedian Natalie Norman, you can look her up online, at stalking Natalie on all the social medias, that's S-T-A-L-K-I-N-G. She's, well, off her rocker and here to do whatever this show is. Quite frankly, I have no idea. Natalie Norman. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you.
1: That took way too long. How are you? Oh, I'm lowering my Effexor, so irritable. <laughs>
0: what is Effexor again? An antidepressant or what?
1: It's like an it's an antidepressant, and it's like the worst one to come off of. So, oh, that'll be a
0: fun few weeks for you.
1: A few weeks? It's going to take seven months. Seven months to
0: come off? You're going to eat candy while I'm taping? <laughs> what are you eating? Come on, I'm going
1: to have a piece. I'm feeling very irritable.
0: Irate is who what you are. Oh, mini eggs. They don't have those in the United States. That's fucked up. I know. Or maybe they do, but I've never seen them. And they're so good.
1: They're incredible.
0: I know. I like the mini cream eggs. They have those here.
1: Oh, my God. Those are just like cum, sugared cum.
0: Well, the big cream eggs are too too much cum. It's like sleeping with a guy who's got too much cum. And the small ones are just right.
1: Just enough cum.
0: I have to do this quickly today. I hope that's okay.
1: I don't give a shit. I'm going to go take a nap. I'm feeling irritable as fuck. <laughs> I don't know if I feel bad for you or the people in your life. No one's around me right now, so.
0: You're just going to die alone?
1: I won't say that.
0: <laughs> it's good to see you. Uh, I feel like it's been a while. I've seen you recently, but I haven't taped with you recently.
1: You were supposed to tape with me, I think, last week, and we both forgot.
0: Yeah, it's called being Jewish.
1: No, it's called being mentally ill. What's the difference? <laughs> good point. Good <laughs> point uh
0: well how you been how's uh i don't know what do we normally talk about your love life your vagina your comedy what what do you want to do
1: we talk about lowering antidepressants
0: oh yeah so why are you you must be a train wreck why are you
1: wait are we already
0: recording yes i i can cut anything you don't want but uh... oh okay Well, it's so I always do this now because I feel like the good bits get captured before people think I start. However, implicit in this kind of lack of consent of taping, if someone were to say and do something before the show that they wanted cut, I would cut it.
1: Oh, I don't care that. But that's why you're like, are you eating? And I was like, yeah, we haven't started.
0: No, we've started. So if you just screamed like R. Kelly is innocent and you're like, oh, shit, I don't want people to know I think that then I would have cut it.
1: Okay, I don't care.
0: You don't don't care about R. Kelly's sex crimes? Well, I do. He's not innocent.
1: Okay. Yeah, no shit.
0: All right. I I watched the recent, I guess it's not recent, it's like 10 months old, the Chris Rock special, and he's like... Nobody gives a shit about Michael Jackson, but everyone cares about R. Kelly.
1: But everyone cares about Michael Jackson. What are you talking about?
0: But people don't care so much that if you play Michael Jackson at a party, people are like, that's distasteful. And his argument is because Michael Jackson is more talented. Oh. Which I think is true. Like, that, I think that's the reason I still listen to MJ. I'm just not willing to give it up. Uh, because But R. Kelly, I didn't like that much. So sure, I'll give that up. No problem.
1: I think that's why people have no problem watching Woody Allen films.
0: But Roman Polanski, eh
1: i don't even know what roman oh he did rosemary's baby right
0: i don't fucking know he did the pianist
1: i never seen it
0: starring that guy with the nose the huge handsome nose adrian brody yeah so handsome uh he's okay i mean he gives us hope you know you could have a nose like that and still be insanely handsome
1: i think big noses are hot i just don't necessarily think he's hot
0: well he is the prototype in my opinion for the hot big nose
1: Okay. Wow. A Jew here, really telling everyone what kind of Jew they should like.
0: <laughs> hot take. Hot take.
1: Um, what's no? So I'm on antidepressants. I'm not a mess. The reason we're lowering them is because they never come. And we and the big thing with antidepressants is they prevent you from coming. So we're assuming that by lowering them even a bit, maybe I'll come for the first time. But
0: what's the point of having orgasms if you're just miserable all the time?
1: Um, well, I'm not miserable all the time.
0: Well, but when you go off them, you might be.
1: I'm not completely going off them. We're just lowering case by case, like to see. But also we think I've been misdiagnosed years ago.
0: What did we have then? And what do we think we have now?
1: I had depression, anxiety, which is a very generic, basic diagnosis that we all have. And what we actually think is that I had severe, severe ADHD that was untreated, which leads to anxiety and depression.
0: Okay, so now we're treating the ADHD coming off the meds, hoping your moods will be fine and that you'll have orgasms.
1: Yeah, like, we're hoping, well, like, think about, can you imagine living a life without orgasms? You want to kill yourself.
0: (laughs) I'm on a med for male pattern baldness called Propecia. Okay. Which is well known in the male pattern baldness communities.
1: I know what it is.
0: And it's supposed to lower your sex drive. Now, I haven't really had that side effect. Maybe it's 5% lower. I'm fine with that. But everyone's like, you really want to have a lowered sex drive? And I'm like, well, what's the point of having sex if I don't have hair? No one's going to have sex with me.
1: Okay, well, see, that's the thing. It's a lot of people just have a lower sex drive on antidepressants. I don't have that. Mm. I just don't come. So I have all this desire and it's just in me.
0: But what I'm saying is if you go off them and it is, in fact, depression and that's the thinking is wrong, then what's the point of having orgasms if you're just depressed all the time?
1: But then I'll go back on a different medication. I just this is also not the best medication there is. Fair enough. Look at us arguing. (laughs)
0: Uh, Jews arguing over medication. Never been done before. (laughs) This is
1: never been done.
0: A world first.
1: We're original. I wish I had better stories about dating. I can tell you that um, men annoy me. (laughs)
0: Let's just stay here. Okay. The orgasms. I got you a sex toy. I had it delivered to your house. I didn't hand it to you because I'm not disgusting. Yes. In hopes that you could have an orgasm because it's something we've talked about that you never have them. This toy, once you taper off those meds, may be your gateway into orgasms.
1: Okay. We've talked about this before. The toy is so powerful, I feel like I'm going to get electrocuted. Because it's not a modern toy. It's plugged into the wall and it's so powerful that I feel like I'm going to get an electric shock. My wall's vibrating I'm vibrating. I'm <laughs> nauseous now. <laughs> it doesn't matter how turned on I am, I'm feeling like I'm gonna throw up all over myself.
0: What are those things that measure earthquakes? Greiger counters or something, or maybe that's radiation. The fucking magnitude, yeah, magnitude, magnitude, ma- mag- Richter scale. They're all going off when you're using these things.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Richter scale. Yeah, it's like insane. You're like, and you're like, who's this for?
0: It's for you. You're welcome.
1: No, and you know what? I had someone try and use it on me. It was so annoying. He, like, brought it out and tried to use it on me, but, like, it wasn't doing anything because, like, I wasn't, like, hitting the right spot. And he got so frustrated. He was like, you do it. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like, this is so annoying. <laughs> like, if I'm just going to put it on myself, like, why are you here?
0: For moral support. Why are cheerleaders at basketball games?
1: Because men are perverts.
0: Oh, well, you're a pervert. So that's why he's there. No, 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 really. He,
1: I I need someone. It would have been more fun had he done it. He, he needed to be more patient
0: he needed to be more patient
1: yeah so like i like that toy and it does work to a degree but i just think well i also found out something about myself is that when i'm close to climaxing i like freak out for some reason and push people off of me oh so the last person two persons ago that i had sex with i said when i'm saying no like hold me down (laughs) this is so crazy (laughs) Uh, And then you have to, like, have a real discussion about consent because you're like, no means no. But in this case, no means keep going. And like, if it was really bad, like, if I really wanted you to know, I just punch you in the face or we would have a word. Anyways, he held me down and I ended up coming. Now, was it good? No,
0: I can't imagine why. (laughs) No means hold me down. What people don't know about you is, yes, you're a comedian, but you also moonlight as a women's studies professor at Ryerson University.
1: Yeah. That I, yeah. Me, a woman studies professor
0: and your your principal thesis in your class is no means hold me down. You're insane is what that means.
1: How am I insane? I'm talking to a person I'm having sex with. We are having a discussion about how I'm going to come. So I need to be held down. It's not like I'm saying, no, don't do it. What I'm saying is, no, this feels really intense, mm. but I need to pass through it. But
0: that toy is just that. It's really intense. You pass through it and then it's the gateway to pleasure.
1: Yeah, but to me, I can't pass through it on my own.
0: You have to chain yourself up in some sort of weird contraption that applies you against the toy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have to tie myself up with bed restraints and (laughs) let it rip.
0: But a lot of men have died this way. Autoerotic asphyxiation.
1: No, because there's something on their neck. There's There's nothing on my neck
0: but you're going to get trapped in your restraints be unable to eat and starve to death
1: you know what you really know me i would get trapped in restraints
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a great eulogy i'd love that funeral
1: <laughs> yeah well and then i'd make everyone show pictures of how i got trapped
0: you're insane how is comedy going
1: comedy's comedy it's 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 fun
0: you had a stint in new york over what august you were in my place how did, are you still thinking of moving here
1: you know i am
0: i know you are but the show doesn't know you are
1: I know, but why wouldn't you just be like, I know you're thinking of moving to New York. Tell us about it. I don't
0: know. The Socratic method. I know because I'm a bad interviewer, Natalie. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't do that.
1: Someone's sleeping on the job today.
0: And it's me. I have a lot on my mind.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about you. What's on your mind? Well, we're buying a house, which is wild. How's that going? Did it go? Wait, is it the one I you showed me pictures of? Yes, that one. I dream about that. I dream about your house so I can live there with you too.
0: (laughs) Well, next year over August, I'm always away for two or three weeks. You can catch it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to, but I would like to just like sneak in (laughs) permanently.
0: I'm not giving you a key.
1: We'll see about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm like, is the key they give me? Can it be copied? Oh, No.
1: I would never copy someone's pee without asking, except if you were one of my siblings anyways. So what's going on with that? Why are you stressed?
0: Nothing. It's just been a lot of work. We finally did the application to fucking, you know, this, that and the other. You know, it's just a lot of work. It's all normal stuff. Nothing wild. It's just a lot of work.
1: I love the idea of you complaining about buying a house.
0: I mean, not complaining about that part. I'm complaining
1: about the paperwork. Yeah, the, there's paperwork while you buy a house. Well, I live in a stinking apartment. <laughs> With a roommate. I now have a roommate. You
0: did comedy for 10 years where I was fucking slaving away in the tech industry. Not my fault. But not my fault that I'm now able to buy a house with Miranda.
1: But I'm not the one complaining. I'm not complaining that you're buying a house. You
0: would be complaining if you had to do this kind of paperwork.
1: You know what? As a former realtor, 100%. Oh,
0: my God. Can we talk about what realtors do? Because I've always thought it was a scam. They don't do anything. It is a scam. Well, yes. But now that I've gone through the process, it's actually a lot of work. And it's so chaotic. Like you put so much work into one thing, you make no money. And then you put in a tiny bit of work into another thing and you make a ton of money. It's There's no like right. the hours you put in don't directly map to the money you make. And I think on average, that it's just like a normal salary. If you work an insane amount, then you make a lot if you work normal hours you don't make that much and it's so hard to get clients you no longer have friends because every friend is a potential client and you're they're treated that way
1: so as a former realtor as a young former realtor which is a new television show idea i have
0: (laughs) the young former realtors
1: (laughs) yeah i think it'd be really good watching me try to be a realtor it's like the amount of paperwork is insufferable and you are on such liability For any fuck up, you are on the line. And you're not a lawyer, you're not an
0: accountant, you're not a tax professional, and the client expects you to be all of those things because that's what they need
1: to know. Yeah, they expect you to know all of that. And I'm like, listen, I what I can do for you is I can take you to a house, show you around, tell you why it's good, and then maybe... Maybe negotiate you a good deal, but me, not, not, not me, but maybe another realtor. That's where their
0: expertise is. But once the deal's accepted, there's all these legal things and accounting things and this, and they don't know fuck all about it. Why would they? That's like a whole profession in and of itself.
1: That's why you get a lawyer. I mean, maybe you have a shitty lawyer.
0: No, he's good. I just there's stuff that is outside is uh... I
1: mean, well, you think about it. There should be more entailed in when you're buying or selling a property. It's the biggest purchase you'll ever make. For sure. So, so it makes sense. But it doesn't make sense that the course to sell you that property is only three months.
0: What do you learn in the course?
1: Honestly, too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Because the first the first course is really generic. It's like going over like the legalities, but like really basic stuff. And then there's like a second class, but then it gets to these like you have an option depending on what you're going to specialize, right? Because you could be commercial, you can be like developments, you could be houses, you could be rental. Anyways, those classes are psychotic. They teach you property management. There is so much that goes into property management that people don't understand and never will until you deal with it. And it's not a three month course. Like some of it is just so much information, and it's like multiple choice. And you're like, this this person doesn't know anything. They don't. They do, like after they do that, they don't.
0: Wild. I can't believe you're a real estate agent. Did you have any sales, or you just quit before you even made your first sale?
1: I did a few rentals, but think about it. I was like 21, 24.
0: Yeah. And they they forced you with the rentals when you get started, which is like the lowest of the low.
1: No, they didn't. They didn't. It's just like I had friends moving to Toronto who wanted to live in buildings, right? Mm. And so I was able to help them and I got people good deals. However, I just never wanted to be a realtor. I just did it because I was so lost. I think you have to really like the idea of like, like, going to houses talking to strangers like showing off a house is literally the most boring thing i've ever heard i
0: think for some people it's like well you get to be around people and money and you don't have to like learn a fucking trade like engineering or math or fucking finance you're a
1: salesperson
0: and you get to talk to people all day go from showing to showing and if you work really 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 hard and you get really lucky and you put in 80 hours a week yes you can make a ton of money and i think for a lot of people that's attractive
1: well, that, and then on top of it, you make your own hours, right? So, like, you can go away for a week and you're not really losing a lot. Well,
0: if you've got deals on the go, you can't. You go away for a week, but your clients are bothering you all weekend.
1: Well, that's when you have shitty clients.
0: Well, I guess I'm a shitty client.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're you're a Jew.
0: I know. It's I just feel like you're never not working. You're always sort of have one foot in the door.
1: I guess, like, I'm a comedian. When am I not working? If you don't do work
0: your craft just suffers if you don't do work as an agent deals fall through and you're fucked
1: i'm gonna tell you sometimes when i put my phone down like there's times where i'm like i'm taking a week off i didn't answer messages i lost deals in comedy you lose opportunities because you're not responding fast enough and now especially with social media my god you got it you got to be putting stuff out every day and i can't do that i can't i'm too tired and i'm aggravated
0: no you're right you're right like a booker calls you on a one-off you don't answer and they're like fuck natalie i'm not gonna call her next time yeah
1: Yeah, exactly. And they're like, or you can't do it. Even if you can't do it, they're like, well, they're too busy. I don't know. Like people are psycho. Yeah. No job anymore is really like, I mean, your job, because I don't know what you do.
0: (laughs) This, Natalie. (laughs) This.
1: Wait, you know what? I just remembered. I saw your brother was in New York. How was that?
0: It was a lot of fun. Uh, We had Thanksgiving. And after the meal, he started showing my guest pictures of his penis. I felt jealous. So I started showing guest pictures of my penis. It was a traditional Thanksgiving like the pilgrims intended.
1: I can't believe i wasn't invited i mean you weren't not invited you don't live in new york but everyone's showing their genitalia you know i would have joined in and shown my tits
0: (laughs) it was there was no room for more people it was 12 people next year you're invited
1: i'm next year i'm coming whether or not i was
0: great you would be a great addition you and at least one of my friends would annoy everyone so much it'd be amazing
1: i don't annoy i'm such a good guest when i come over am i not i always bring treats You are a
0: good house guest and you're a good house sitter. I thought you might kill my cat. I thought the over under on that was maybe 20% chance cat would die.
1: That's crazy. I'm so good with animals. They love me more than I like them.
0: I knew you were good when I was walking you through what to do. And then I started mixing water into his food and I waited until the water was hot because I I know the cat likes slightly hotter water. And I turned to you. I said, you don't have to worry about this. It's too many steps. And you stopped me and you said, I want to know. I want to do everything right. You were like really were gonna do it the way I did it for him, which is overboard. He doesn't need hot water mixed into his food; cold water will do. That's when I knew you might be a good cat sitter.
1: But it's your cat, and it's a living thing. It's like you got to do it right. Otherwise, what's the? You might as well get just leave the cat by itself then.
0: I agree, and he's he's very needy.
1: That is a needy cat.
0: Yeah. Do you mind that though? Do you mind that he's cuddly?
1: No, I like. I, it makes me laugh how much he beat my tits up. <laughs>
0: Oh, he does the biscuits into your tits. Like he, uh, he, he rolls your tits with his claws.
1: Yeah, he's my dom. Your cat is my dom.
0: <laughs> Did you and him bond, or you can't? You hate his guts.
1: No, I like. I there's no animal. I there's only one animal I don't like. I was gonna say there's none, and it's um, my parents. One of my parents' dogs I hated. So it's dead now. He's dead. Good riddance. Go to hell.
0: Let it burn. <laughs> I don't love any animals except for that cat, and I never have. And I probably won't ever unless I own it's. It would just only be my pets. I'm not an animal lover.
1: That's so crazy. Um, But I get that from you. It's like they're gross to you. And like, why do they want my attention? I want to talk to people, but I don't even like people. That's your energy. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. How's Miranda? Well, this is now just a conversation between friends. <laughs> well, we got to wrap it up soon. <laughs>
0: Um, She's good. She's very good. Yeah, she's uh, she enjoyed Thanksgiving. We bickered a lot leading up to it because it was a lot of stress, but we've been getting along in the last few days.
1: I mean, you guys, don't you guys always get you to me like and maybe I'm wrong because I'm just an outsider, are one of an ideal couple.
0: Thank you. We're the platonic ideal of a couple.
1: I didn't say platonic. (laughs) No, no.
0: People say that platonic ideal. I don't know what it means.
1: Well, I don't know what platonic ideal means either. Platonic
0: ideal means it's a saying people say it means like the most ideal thing. Okay.
1: I think platonic meant friends, like non sexual.
0: No, platonic ideal is like the most ideal version of something.
1: Okay. Well, you are because the two of you want the same things. You know how to handle each other's like quirks, but you still like each other and you still like do things together. But it doesn't feel like pressure from either of you. It just is. Yeah. Which I don't see that with a, yeah, you think you understand that that's normal and that's the way it should be. But because you're not in like a bad relationship, it's not most relationships aren't what the two of you have wow that's so nice i'm gonna play this for her well you could just tell her nah (laughs) But but it's easy like going to your house is a pleasure because like you two aren't gonna like if you fight it's not like ever like vicious
0: yeah i know the upstairs neighbors i don't want them to hear me have been in screaming matches yeah like violent stuff so violent Verbally, not not physically. And I'm like, wow. It reminds me of my ex and I. We used to get in screaming matches like that. And as much as we bicker or fight, it's like, it's never that bad. It's never door slamming, screaming profanity, screaming over someone who's crying. I haven't been in a relationship with that uh, like that in a while.
1: I mean, because... You guys know how to communicate with each other, right? Like, that's the difference is what I'm saying is that a lot of couples don't actually know how to communicate. So like, if you guys fight, because couples fight in front of people all the time, I'm not worried it's going to turn into this weird thing where I'm like, I have to leave the room. Maybe you should date
0: Miranda. I'm sure she's itching to leave me.
1: Um, I think Miranda's a Capricorn and that wouldn't work for my energy.
0: Also lesbian. Neither of you are.
1: Yeah, neither that too.
0: <laughs> that Yeah, there's that small point. All right. Well, Natalie, I don't know. I, I got to. I wish I didn't have to wrap this up, but I feel like we can end on a high note. For the first time ever, it'll be amazing. We
1: did it. We did it. Baruch Hashem.